and we are back season two of chasing 69 a new york jets podcast today is wednesday march 8th a week before free agency kicks off but we have so much to talk about in the world of the quarterback position for the new york jets alongside teddy pristash my name is blake pace thank you all for tuning back in year two um, before we get to Teddy, before we get started, make sure to go follow us on our socials, Twitter at NYJ underscore chasing 69. I almost forgot it because it's been a little bit. Since in a while. Uh, same with the YouTube channel. Teddy is at Teddy Huncho. I am at Spring Blake with four A's. I've given up just trying to get the Spring Blake handled, mostly because I forgot about it. Teddy, <laughs> how have you been? It's been what a couple up? of months. How long have we been off? It's our, uh, I can actually figure this um, out for you while you tell me how you I don't know. Been. Since January, I've been good. I've been good. I've been, you know, just living, working, trying to trying to enjoy the off season a little, but you know, guys like us, we're always, we're always kind of plugged in. I've been enjoying the XFL a lot. Um, I've been enjoying it, it. It feels good. It feels right that, that we have an off season centered around who's going to play quarterback, you know, obviously with this, with this, these jets teams that we've had, we've had a lot, we've had a few quarterbacks that have lasted a few years, but a lot, most of the years over the past, like 12 years have been, Who's going to play quarterback for this team next year? And it it, it kind of feels like we're home in yeah, a shitty I, way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> in a shitty way. I was just like, we we actually really only our last we did do that one episode when Nat Hackett PI was uh was announced as the offensive coordinator. So our last episode was January thirty first. So it's really only been a month. But if you go back to to January thirteenth, we did take about two months of a break outside of that one episode. But you're right. This is this is huge timing. This is we, season two, though. This episode is season one. two. This is season two, episode one. And uh, and funny enough, we had planned on this being the day that we were going to start this back up all, two weeks ago, I think, is when we said that we were going to start yep. the podcast. And lo and behold, we get to today and shit is moving in the quarterback market for the New York Jets. We are obviously going to get into all of the Aaron Rodgers conversation, the Jets flying out the 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 brain tree or the what do you call that? What are you the, the brain trust, know, brain the trust. brain trust, the brain trust. Out to California, Woody Johnson, Robert Sala, Joe Douglas, Nathaniel Hackett to meet with Aaron Rodgers and in talks of him potentially becoming the next quarterback of the New York Jets. Uh, we are also going to talk, and we'll start off with this one, Derek Carr signing with the New Orleans Saints. Um, after there being a little bit of reports there that the Jets were definitely interested, I know they met with a couple of times with him. Um, there was a point that there were reports being floated out that he was, you know, the Jets were seen as a front runner in that conversation. So we'll get into that. Also want to spend a little bit of time on, on Lamar Jackson and just his interesting quarterback situation. Um, I Obviously, all of these kind of have their different contingency plans, but we'll take them one by one. We'll uh, finish up with some news and notes uh, elsewhere from the quarterback position, and then we'll uh, kind of head into next week where we'll get our big free agency preview podcast. So, Teddy, okay. starting off, you know, I, I know that in terms of free agent quarterbacks, Derek Carr was obviously the prize possession of this offseason. You know, Aaron Rodgers, albeit, is going to be a trade um, that you have to make for him. Derek Carr was available to sign before free agency because he was cut by the Raiders. Um, he ends up choosing the Saints on a four-year 140, was it 150 million dollar deal? I think 150. 150 for four 73 years. 73 guaranteed about. And a low guarantee early on so that they could, because um, the Saints are always in cap hell for some reason. They've been that way for six years, but I guess it hasn't really mattered for them. But Derek Carr does go um, and, and chooses to sign with the New Orleans Saints 
he was the top one. I know you felt very comfortable with the idea of Derek Carr becoming a, a New York Jet and being the next quarterback uh, heading into 2023. I want to say, I want to take this out because we obviously are buzzing about Aaron Rodgers and we'll have that conversation. Him aside from this, how did you feel knowing about, you know, okay, we're not getting Derek Carr in here as our quarterback? Yeah, I definitely think you know, regardless of whatever the, you know, my favorite possibility is, Carr seemed to be, you know, the most realistic with the highest ceiling out of like the realistic options. And so then you see him come off the board after, you know, they have the meeting and it goes great. And then they have the second meeting. And, and you know, obviously Derek Carr was meeting with other teams as well. But to me, the Derek Carr marriage, um, I don't know. It just seemed like it made a, lot, made a lot of sense to me. And when I thought about that compared with the Aaron Rodgers Avenue, the Derek Carr one just seemed, you know, more realistic. And it just was more attainable. He's a free agent. It seemed like Derek Carr's number one was the Jets for a long time. And, you know, then the Jets went ahead and said, we got to wait out this Aaron Rodgers thing. So seeing seeing car fucking excuse me with my language, you know, real quick oh, interjection. Oh, Sorry, I'm all over the place. Can't swear my on the dad. Podcast. No, no, I know. I, I can, but funny story, my dad was telling me that my uncle listened to one of our podcasts and immediately, like I think he commented on Facebook, it was like took less than a minute for Teddy to drop his first F bomb <laughs> or something like that. That's which amazing. just made me laugh. Good old That's Uncle great. Jay. Thanks, Uncle Jay. Um, Coolest uncle in the business. Yeah, but back to this quarterback discussion. Basically, the fact that Carr's gone now, it's kind of like uh, it, it's like it's it's scary now because it feels like it feels like we're walking a tightrope without the net. You know, it feels like like the for a while I was kind of being like that cocky guy, like, well, we're gonna try to get Aaron Rodgers, but then if it doesn't work out, you know, we'll just sign the next best option, and the Jets are the place to go. Now that's not really the option, and it does feel like it's Aaron Rodgers or bust, in my opinion, in terms of really getting a guy who can lift up this this team. So you know it's scary, but if we get if we get our plan A, then it's cool. Right, and and that's really what it comes down to is why Derek Carr didn't become a member of the Jets is essentially he wanted to sign with this team uh, with whatever his team was before free agency, and he said that because he wants to help lower potential free agents and be a part of the offseason plans to help guide other, you know, free agents to the organization. Um, obviously there's the history there between him and Dennis Allen. He was his first head coach when uh, Derek Carr was drafted into the NFL with uh, the then Oakland Raiders. So there was the attachment there. They obviously did meet with him even before he was cut by the Raiders, um, which then that meeting then turned him into being kind of released into free agency. Um, but yeah, I think as things continued to heat up with Aaron Rodgers, I, I Derek Carr kind of saw it as like, okay, look, I want to go where I'm going to be the number one guy. Um, and I'm going to be that top option there. And, you know, I, I hear what you're saying in terms of Carr and, and Rodgers are really the only two that can elevate beyond just like making the playoffs. I think right now there are free agent quarterbacks that are sturdy enough to get the Jets into the playoffs as a wild card team, probably like there are stable. The, the Jets need a stable quarterback. 
at the very least. They just need stability. I mean, they were just on their way to a postseason berth this year with a very unstable quarterback position. If they were stable at the position and just average at it, they would have been in there. Um, so I think, you know, I agree. Derek Carr was obviously far and away the best option in free agency, but there are other names there that I think could have got them by for another year. And at the very minimum with a playoff mandate for Sala and Douglas, that was what was needed. Um, so I do think it does put them in a tight position if this Rogers thing falls through for whatever reason. But um, I did look at those two as the guys that were like, we can go to the divisional round or AFC championship weekend with those guys there. Um, so I don't yeah, know. And, th- and this, go ahead. This is where I'll jump in a little because I, I feel what you're saying. And, and for me with Carr, it's like, to me, Derek Carr was the one guy where if we signed Derek Carr, he was probably going to be our quarterback for the next, you know, three to four years, almost yep. guaranteed. Oh yeah. Which is a long time, you know, in the NFL, potentially more, at least for jets. Right. Potentially more. Whereas I think these other guys, Jimmy G Tannehill, whatever. I think those are more guys. If, if we got them, they probably wouldn't last more than like two years. No. But with that said, and I said this on our Nathaniel Hackett pod, and I think you agreed like the only real option that makes this Jets team next year a real Super Bowl contender is Aaron Rodgers. Like it's not, excuse me, sorry, it's not Derek Carr. And obviously, you know, maybe he could get carried there in a, in a Jimmy G with the Niners in 2019 way or whatever with a great team around him. But to me, Carr was a great option for the Jets to have stability at a position we've never had stability at it seems and finally get just you know we're going to have average to above average quarterback play we're going to have a guy who can be at the line of scrimmage and look at the defense and say this is the play that we should run and you know that would have been nice but I don't think that that would have led the the Jets to the Super Bowl so again now we look with our options I think if we want to have a team who can make the wild card make the playoffs you know, be frisky. There's a couple guys out there that that we can be happy with and we can be fine and we'll get by, you know, and it'll probably be a better year than it was this year in terms of making the playoffs and all that. But if the Jets want to fucking win a Super Bowl, it's go get Aaron Rodgers now or maybe this Lamar Jackson thing works out, but we'll save that one for later. Focus on Aaron Rodgers. This is the way. And I said it on the last podcast, I'm kind of operating under the assumption that Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of the New York Jets. And it, yeah. it's a dangerous game I'm playing with my mind, because if yeah. this falls through somehow, like Woody Johnson, they, they flew out there today. They're meeting with him. That means they have trade compensation done with the Packers. It's finished. They, they come to a deal. Like if this falls through now, it, it, it my, my mental being will just fall, which sucks, but. You know, it's kind of exciting, I guess. That'll be a fun podcast. <laughs> That'll be a fun. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. And 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 if we just go in even like Jimmy G and, and again, it's like us Jets fans, we always think the best option is the one we're going to get. Oh, we don't get Rodgers. What's the next best? What's the next best? You know, right. And you'll but go fucking, through that list. Right. Until we get fucking Kobe Brissett. Hey, but 
I love. I know. I, I, no, I'm with it. I'm with it. Don't, I'm with it. I'm don't you dare. <laughs> let's let's dive in. Let's talk well, about fucking. Hold on. I I have to. On? No, I oh, gotta sorry, I sorry. gotta get off my chest. I I was never I I was never a fan of the Derek Carr pairing with the Jets. I didn't think it made sense. And I've I've even heard I I saw, uh, the Badlands guys put out one of their old clips from a couple months ago, and I agreed with essentially every point on it. I think both. I I think while he is the most talented available free agent quarterback I didn't think the fit was going to be all that perfect um this past year was the worst of his career Uh, I you know if you just take a look at the numbers the the turnovers were really bad 14 turnovers two years in a row now interceptions um completion percentage was plummeted down to 60 percent uh which was his lowest since his rookie season um, and, and granted he's, he's trying to fit into a new offensive system, but then we also saw a guy in Jarrett Stidham step into that offensive system to, to close out the season and had some pretty terrific games there too. Now, granted he's had experience with the system, so I don't know what to say. Maybe it just wasn't a good fit. Um, Carr to me, and I don't know if you've ever seen any of this stuff. I, I mostly know it because Matt Miller, who now works at ESPN, I had followed him since his early bleacher report days. He was a guy early on that was very critical of Derek Carr and um, and then came out and was not critical in a in a bad way, but was just like pointing out the fact that Derek Carr wasn't this otherworldly quarterback talent. Um, And then it came out like two months later after he put out his first piece, both Derek and um, what's his brother's name? David. Derek David Carr had both blocked him on Twitter and then it started this fire of like all these media people that were like had been critical of Derek Carr at one point in their careers had just been blocked by both brothers it has been known that Derek Carr is a little bit on the softer side and and I think that him coming and, and everybody jokes about it and says like oh can guys handle New York I don't think he would have handled it well especially given the fact that this year has so much pressure on it um, like, like you said, this team is in a playoff mandate for their entire regime. And there are a ton of things going on outside that I just don't know if he would have handled it all that well. He's not a guy that takes criticism too strongly. Um, and then on the field as well, too, this past year, more than the numbers aside, him on the field, you just saw a quarterback that was afraid to get hit. And it almost remind me of, um, you know, in Eli Manning's last few seasons when the pocket would just collapse a little bit and he just dropped to the ground because he didn't yeah, want to get yeah, hit. Yeah, yeah. Like there was a lot of that out of Derek Carr this past year. And as we look toward the Jets and we're going to talk about free agency and where this team needs to upgrade, we still know that, yeah, we can get Dwayne Brown back and hopefully Mackay Becton is back, but the offensive line still is a little bit shaky at the moment. Lakin Tomlinson did not have that Definitely. great of a year. You know, we had a ton of injuries. Center's still not that great. So when I look on the field as well too. I just didn't know if it was going to mesh up that well, where we do need somebody that can improvise and, and be comfortable roaming out of the pocket. And we're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers. and yes, he's old and yes, he's cranky. I still think his personality <laughs> meshes in a funny way with New York where he's just gonna be like, I don't give a fuck what you think. I'm Aaron Rodgers. Like go fuck yourself. Where I think is like, there's a different personality where I just, I don't know if Carr would have been the right fit. I think his passion for the game would have been a great compliment with Sala and a lot of what they want out of players. But when things get tough, I don't know if it was going to be handled in the best manner. Yeah, I definitely think that's fair. I I used to try to push back on the New York media kind of um, it is a dumb narrative. Thing. It is to some extent because with social media and everything like 
like even small markets get a lot of eyes. Right. But it is true. I mean, I mean, I've I've seen quarterback after quarterback get killed by the New York media. You know <laughs> exactly. what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> like and, and 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 truly like you. I remember the moment with Mark Sanchez where where he just looked broken. You know, and, yeah. and it was just like, this is just never going to work here. And I remember the moment in the press conference with Sam Darnold when it was just, this is never going to work here. And I remember the moment when Zach Wilson said, you know, he didn't let down his defense. And and literally we witnessed the New York media make a quarterback crumble. Yeah. Um, I am a fan of Derek Carr's kind of like mental ability and IQ of the game. Um, but I, I'm, as, as you were kind of t- t- saying your points, I'm trying, I'm imagining, you know, Derek Carr in a press conference when we're two and three or two and four, and he just threw four picks, you know, and it's yep. like, I definitely, I, it's, he kind of has those eyes where it always looks like he's about to cry. <laughs> he's and very emotional. Yeah, I'm just is. imagining, <laughs> I'm just imagining him just really not appreciating that. So, so I think it's fair and, and, you know. I may be slightly higher on car overall than you, but, but I don't think we're worlds different in, you know, what we thought his ceiling was with this team. And here's the thing that I'll say with it too, the, cause I don't want to be t- all negative about it. I think he's going to be good in new Orleans. I think right now, if you were to take a look at those rosters and still, we have the free agency and the draft and these teams will look different months from now. But if you look at that division, the saints are the clear favorite. They should be winning the NFC South just based on what everybody else is looking like at the moment. So I think there's a chance that new Orleans comes up there. You got a hot take. Let's hear it. Kyle Trask season. I got, no, I'm just, I, I got, I got Chris Olave and in, in Dynasty. There you go. There so. you go. Good. <laughs> kind of hype about Derek Carr, yeah, stable yeah. quarterback going. Yeah. It's good for him, definitely. So it's uh, you know, well, actually, take a look at what he did to Devontae Adams this past year for me. Fucking ruined his stock for yeah, but Devontae Adams kind of went off still. He kind of he still had a good year. Yeah, yeah. It just, just yeah, it was it, it wasn't Devontae Adams type year. Yeah, I just I they're going to be it's going to go well in New Orleans because they are a good team and they just needed a stable, decent quarterback, kind of just like the Jets at this point, but um, you know, in the NFC, it's so different versus the AFC, where you look at that conference, people are arguing today that or yesterday that Derek Carr is the best quarterback in that conference. It's not true, yeah. but he's up there now in the top, what, three quarterbacks in the NFC? Like, I he's, mean, he's a- you can say it's not true, but it, it, it's like it, it's at least that conversation, you know, and like that's you can you can hear a conversation for any of those guys, really. So, so I think that's a better fit for Hurts, our sides. Like, I mean, what are your what, real quick, though? What 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 were the two you're thinking? Hurts. I would say um, I, I like Jalen Hurts. I'm not more. considering Aaron Rodgers at the moment. Not considering Aaron Rodgers. I would go Jalen Hurts. Um, well, I, I would put Kyler above Derek Carr. Um, obviously, he's going to be out for most of next year. Um, that's fair but Kyler sucks so Sam Howell I like Dak I think Dak, Dak. is Derek Carr I think they're the Dak same is, Dak is Derek Carr so that's it that's it right there. this is a take I want to get off I kind of said it before but I can't wait to but but I just want you to know and this may this may explain a lot of of things I've said to you where you've been like why do you like that guy yeah. but like truly truly the only criteria that I have for me to say that guy is a good quarterback is is like are they able to 
pre-snap, look at the defense and like call an audible and like call plays at the line. <laughs> that's it. You that's why I think like... that's why I've always been bought in on Dak. Uh... That's why I've always been bought in on Derek Carr because they've both shown the ability to at least be like, listen, I know what's going on with the defense. And when you watch the Jets and when you watch Sam Darnold and Zach Wilson, that's not what we've been getting. So I think that my Jets fandom has like jaded what I think a good quarterback is, but that's why I'm like so in on Derek Carr and I'm always defending him. And like Kirk, I'm usually defending Kirk. I'm a Kirk guy. I I would say Kirk, Dak, and Carr are all the same quarterback. Yeah, definitely. But I think Kirk is the best one. He is. So maybe I'd go. Mm, I don't know where the next two fall. I'd go Jalen Hurts, Kyler, Kirk. And then Dak, Dak and Carr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Dak's I'm a little bit more mobile. That. Except I, I'm like an anti Kyler guy. Hear, but do you hear what we're So that's what I'm saying is like that's the NFC. In the AFC, you've got Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, Lawrence. Like it is Herbert. Deshaun Watson. Like it is Zach not Wilson. fucking easy in this. Justin bitch. Fields, Anthony Richards. Wait, no, you're true. wrong. Anthony Richards is on the Colts next year. Like, dude. There's a ton of dogs in that conference. Lamar Jackson. We didn't even say fucking Lamar. Like you have to go through. You have to be special at the quarterback oh, yeah. position in the AFC. And my boy Lamar is getting disrespected these days. There is no way out. There is no way out if you don't have a special quarterback. So I think the Derek Cars of the world are just fine in the NFC. But in the AFC, you need to be special because you're going to have to go through two or three of those names every single year if you want to get to the Super Bowl. You're right. You're That's fucking crazy, right, dude. And I, I hate being a fan of the te- of a team in the AFC. Yeah, it would be so nice to be the fucking Giants and just be like, oh, we're just gonna walk our way into the playoffs because we don't have to play anybody in the NFC. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I got some things to say about the Giants too because I think today put in perspective a little bit, like the Zach Wilson situation. Right, it sucks that we yeah. took a a number two overall pick and he ended up not working out but you look at daniel jones and he just got his 40 million dollar year contract and is now certified the giants long-term quarterback yeah i i wouldn't want daniel jones to be my long-term quarterback you know what i mean like i don't i i to me it's just like if you have that kirk cousins good enough guy which is a guy i want trust me i've been i've been dying for a guy like that but you get that guy and then you sign him to a long deal like imagine if we had signed sam darnold to a four-year deal like that would have sucked dick you know so so there is some type of silver lining where it's just like at least you pick someone who sucks so bad that you don't resign him Uh, interesting that's (laughs) well so i've started People have, this has been an interesting debate I've seen going back even a couple months ago is the first time I saw an article about it is we talk about guys like Jones, the athleticism and the arm strength and, and not even just Daniel Jones, but guys like him, like Jalen Hurts this past season and what he was able to do like that athletic quarterback that's got a strong arm. We've been looking at that as like the ceiling of a quarterback where it's like, okay, can you stand in the pocket, make throws? That's your floor. But now if you're athletic too and you can move outside the pocket and you can launch the ball deep, that's your ceiling. It seems like there's a shift now. It seems like if you're athletic and got a strong arm, that's the floor. And it's like, okay, if you can sit in the pocket, like think about offenses. Daniel Jones had, for all things considered, a really solid year at the position. He's not a fucking laser you know, technician inside the pocket, 
But when you look at what he's been able to do, Jalen Hurts has been able to do, and they're in they're different levels of talent. So I'm not saying they're the same guy, but it's almost like the the floor might be: Are you athletic, and do you have a cannon of an arm? And then, okay, cool, you've got that. We can teach accuracy. That's what we've seen the last few years. You can teach accuracy. You can teach better footwork. So it's almost like. And we're looking at this draft now, and obviously the Jets aren't taking a quarterback, and we're getting into a crazy different conversation. But this is what maybe. I love. This is this is just the quarterback podcast, yeah, maybe. Um, but this you know, that's where 69. that's that's where a guy like the Anthony Richardson. That's where Anthony Richardson is getting all this hype. Is it's like he is athletic and he's got a cannon of an arm. You can teach accuracy and you can teach footwork. I want to draft him at thirteen if we don't get Rodgers. The Colts are that's drafting him do. with a top or trade four up. Pick. The Colts are taking Anthony Richardson with a top four pick. Unless the Jets do it. No, not actually. But my point is, like, I'm already so bought in on Anthony Richardson. And it, this is, (laughs) it's just so funny (laughs) to me that everyone's like, everyone's like, guys, Anthony Richardson is going to have a really good combine. But like, you got to just look at, you know, whatever. And then he has a really good combine. And everyone's like, holy fuck. He had a really good combine. It's like I know we all knew it was going to happen. I think the difference the difference is is that it wasn't just a really good combine. It was an elite combine. It was like the difference. No, of but like we wanted to be good. But, but that's it was what people were. People ever. were like, people were like, Anthony Richardson is going to go in and break records, and then oh, he okay. went in and broke records. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like no, it was fair. just like hilarious. That's fair. That was the conversation. I around. can't wait. He's going to be such. A, it's either him or Stroud for the Colts. That's where I've landed on. It's going to be him or Stroud. Yeah, that's cool. I'm that's so cool. But I'll, I'll, let's really talk about this. I'd rather Aaron be Rogers I'd show. rather be in your guy's situation. But yeah, <laughs> let's, let's actually let's actually talk about Aaron Rodgers right now. Because that's exactly the point, and that's why this is so awesome. Is is you draft a quarterback, I, you want to find your guy. Like that's awesome, and I would love to do that. I'd love if the Jets had drafted Joe Burrow or Trevor Lawrence or whatever. But the fact that we can just say, "Hey, we're gonna go get this." all-time great quarterback put him on our team try to do what the the bucks did in winning a super bowl try to do what the rams did in winning a super bowl you know and and if we can really just say hey we're gonna take this guy we know is a great quarterback and put him on your new york jets i mean that is everything to me that is truly best case scenario so the fact that my man woody johnson and and the whole squad, you know, Big Joe Douglas probably walking out there in his Hawaiian shirt or some shit like that. Robert Sala looking good. They all flew out there on the private jet to to wine and dine him, I hope. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Let's get into it. Yeah, I mean, so just I mean, everybody knows where we're at at this point. But if you're if you're listening to this and you're like, whoa, Aaron Rodgers and, and the Jets are making progress. What's basically <laughs> happened is Monday, uh, March 6th, the, the two teams had a conversation. The Packers granted um Aaron Rodgers permission to speak with the Jets uh those talks apparently went well because the next day March 7th which is when we're recording this the reports came out that they were not only having conversations again but they were sending out everybody to California to meet with Aaron Rodgers in person and that's Woody Johnson Joe Douglas I've been hoping we get the update this whole recording oh I've been checking the entire time because it's gonna (laughs) it would be one of the best things we by the way while we're we got to put this on the show all year all year we would record a podcast and then the next morning the news would break of something. It'd be like, Oh, I wish we could have done that, you know, 12 hours before. So we could have discussed it on the show and not a fucking week later tomorrow. When this podcast comes out, the jets are going to trade for Aaron Rodgers. Like it's going to happen. 
just because that's yeah. what's happened the entire first year of this show. Um, we can't avoid it. But they're meeting in California right now. Um, you're seeing all the players uh, on the Jets, you know, tweeting at Aaron Rodgers. He had Sauce tweeting at him. Uh, uh, My boy, Brees Hall. Brees was. Reading this tweet right now. Michael, Michael Carter. Um, you had the Jets saw... team is very active on Twitter. Philly will, will no, Parks. You know what they're doing? Look, and that's one. They're they're very aware, I think, of what they need to be a fantastic team. And it's it's not a slight to the quarterbacks in the room, but they know how fucking good Should they were this them. past year. Definitely. I, and, and so it's like they know, like if we can get Aaron Rodgers in this house, we're a legit contender next year. And that's where this is. And, and you know. The only thing to me that stands in the way of Aaron Rodgers becoming a member of the New York Jets is the potential chance that he just decides to call it a career. There has been that thing where he's like, yeah, I really did envision my entire career being with one team. Like, it's cool to go and stay at one place for your entire time. He obviously contemplated retirement. What was it two years in a row now? Or did he threaten to did he ask for a trade two two years years in a row? He always, yeah, has brought it up as a, yeah. as a possibility. And and he's very, he's very, he's a different mind. He's, he is, you know, he did the darkness retreat. He's done the ayahuasca. Like he, he's a very big thinker. And and so to me, yeah, go ahead. What do you got to say? Well, I just want to talk about the, the darkness retreat real quick. Um, yeah. Cause he did that, which is, you know, wild, but, but probably pretty cool and good for you, I guess. Um, Sounds fun. But on, on the podcast, he went on whatever it was. Um, I apologize for not knowing the name, yeah. but I, I did see like a clip where he's basically said, he was basically saying like in his reflection, he, you know, he kind of, he, he was able to kind of get that perspective where he, it, it wasn't kind of like, Oh, I'm doing this because I need to make money or whatever, where it was really like, I'm just lucky that I get to go out and play a game. And that's like my, my job. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is 39 right now, right? 38 30, 38 39. Yeah. 38 or 39. Whatever. And uh it says 39 on Wikipedia. Oh, then yeah. <laughs> go right ahead. But but what's Brady? 45, 44? Yeah. I yeah, like I him. just don't see Rodgers. I personally don't think he's going to retire. Um I kind of agree with you that like that's the only other option because it doesn't seem like he's really going to go back to Green Bay, but but the retirement thing, I, maybe it's just wishful thinking. But to me, it seems like the guy still knows he can play at a high level, still wants to, and you know, especially after last year where it was just a rough year, I I do think like he's going to have that drive to come out and really say let's let's go get this. And I think the Jets. What's awesome about the Jets right now is they have that package to sell to him. You know, they can go and say and say look look at our look at our game log last year. Look how many games we lost that our defense held the team to under 17 points, under 10 points. Like look at look at that Patriots game where we couldn't get a single point, you know, and and it's all these things um they can really sell themselves. They have Garrett Wilson. They have Brees Hall. They have the room to go out and get another veteran. Bring in Alan Lazard if you want to bring him with you. Fucking sign Randall Cobb like like the like the Packers did the past couple of years. Like, yeah. sorry, do what Braxton. you got to do. <laughs> they can fully 
they have the 100% package to sell to this guy and say, if you come, we actually do have a shot to win a Super Bowl. Um, so I, you know, at some point, whatever happens, you can't really blame, you know, oh, this is a knock on Joe Douglas. This is a knock on the staff. It just is what it is. They have, they're doing everything in their power and they have every option, you know, to get it done. The thing that's going the best for the Jets right now is they are promising Aaron Rodgers that they're not going to fuck around. You know, Brady left New England because the Patriots were fucking around. They weren't spending money wisely in free agency. They were shit at drafting. And Brady was looking at this like, I need help. I'm old now. Like, I need more around me. Aaron Rodgers was pissed as all hell that they drafted Jordan Love a couple of years ago. Three year, three drafts ago now almost was it. And then he demands a trade. They still yeah. have yet, they yet, they never took a, a first round wide receiver in his entire career or a skill player in the first round, his entire career with the Green Bay Packers. Like right now, the Packers have been that team that was kind of like. Well, I thought Watson was that guy. Second round, second round pick. Really? Yeah. All yeah. Right. Pick 38. Right. I got think. me there. Yep. Yeah, pick 38. Um, But no, what happened was is the Packers are in that stage now where it's like I think they got so used to Rodgers being able to carry them for a while and Rodgers is sitting here and he's like, no, look, I need the help around me. We need to make these massive upgrades. We need to be active in free agency. And I think the the Jets are as attractive as the Bucks were to Tom Brady now where it's like. We have a team that understands, like, we're not going to fuck around. We are going to invest into the next two years of your life going and pushing toward a Super Bowl. Like, the Packers were a really good team the the first two years when Matt LaFleur took over, 13-3, and 13-3, and three, whatever it was. This past season, it didn't go well. They didn't have the weapons around, and the offensive line took a step back, and the defense wasn't great. He needs a team that Brady needed when he went to the Bucs, and the Jets – as we look at suitors, like that's the other part of this where it's like, yeah, retirement is the thing that scares me. Right now, if you look across the league, the Packers already said the NFC is off the table. They're not sending him in the conference. So you're going over to the AFC now. You take a look at the teams in the AFC. The Raiders have already come out and said they're not going to be in the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes. So they're out of it. You take a look at the Tennessee Titans. They've said Tannehill is going to be their quarterback. You know, he's on the roster. So you take him, you know, you take that team off the market. Where are the other teams? Miami is consistent that they're staying with Tua. There's no real options. The Colts are going with a young quarterback. The Texans are going with a young quarterback. If Rodgers wants to play football next year, and it doesn't sound like Green Bay really wants him back, I think they're ready to move on from Jordan Love. I think they liked what they saw in that small sample size this year, finally, after he had a shaky start to his career. If he wants to play, like it's New York. And fortunately for New York, it's not one of those options where it's like, I guess I'll go there. It, it's like, no, this is a team that is promising me, like, we are not going to fuck around and we're going to go for this thing while I've still got, you know, a couple years left in my career. Yeah. And, and you know, I just looked this up. Uh, I, it's something that's been on my radar a little, but I, I haven't actually looked at it. The Jets currently have the seventh highest Super Bowl odds. Yeah, it like, jumped. It the, jumped the, after the meeting. It, it jumped. What is it? Oh, now? did it jump even more? Because yeah, it It's plus eighteen hundred. It was because uh, I knew they were relatively high. Yeah, it was twenty two hundred a process. couple days ago. Yeah, yeah. Seventh Which highest would still keep them. They would still keep them tied for seventh highest if they they're were seventh highest right now. Yeah, I mean, dude, the projection is that this deals. This is going to get done. I mean, it, it like it, it truly just seems that that is going to happen. Um, so I do want to get into a little because kind of where I stand on this, right? So so. We have to remember Aaron Rodgers. We need to trade for him. 
Yeah. The fact that Aaron Rodgers and the Jets are having discussions indicates to us that, you know, the Packers and the Jets have come to an agreement on a trade package, right? Mm-hmm. In your mind, you know, I, I I don't know kind of where your head is with this stuff, but but do you have an idea of what you think that trade package would look like? You know, we do have that 13th overall pick. It would be sick if we didn't have to give it up. But, you know, when you're trading for an all-time great quarterback, kind of seems like you probably have to. Where do you kind of land with that? I am okay giving up the 13th pick. I want the Packers to eat some of this money. Um, cause they're, they're going to be, there's a lot of dead cap stuff that sucks for them anyway. So they might as well just take it and eat some of it to help the benefit of the jets. If they want a better return back, uh, giving up 13 is tough, but I know, you know, Douglas does a great job making these deals and maybe they can sneak their way back in the first round because there's still positions this team needs to address. Obviously, if they're getting Dwayne Brown back and, and Mac guy backed in does look healthy, uh, or he looks like he's, he's putting a lot of work in this off season. Um, he was another guy. I don't know if I mentioned that I gave a shout out to Rogers on Twitter today. So he's looked cool. awesome. Yeah. And, and he's, yeah. And, and so if you've got the commitment from both of those guys that they're coming back, maybe you don't need to go, you know, uh, get a top 15 pick. Maybe you can sneak your way into the fir- back end of the first round at some point and get another guy. Um, would I prefer to to give up a second round pick and maybe a couple of seconds and a third? Yeah, but um, I, I don't think you should let a first round pick get in the way of, of maximizing this next window. Was Brady traded or was he a free agent? Free agent. Yeah, the um, they held off uh, contract talks. Um, Brady, the funniest story that I heard is that they had talked the contract the off season before and Brady didn't like the number. Um, and so the, they play the following season and then Brady's like, okay, what, what is your guys offer? And they're like, oh, we already gave you our final offer. And he goes that offer from last year. Oh, you guys can go fuck yourself. And that's when he decided to leave. So yeah, no, they didn't have to do any trades. The, um, the Stafford golf one, um, what was that? Did, did the, the Rams gave the lions, two first round picks i believe but they also but the lions also had to take on the golf contract which hey come to find right, out I, maybe isn't isn't that bad of a contract yeah, two first round pick yeah um it's just it's just an interesting it's it's interesting because i don't really know what the benchmark is you know because you look at a guy like rogers yeah you know rogers is better than matt stafford but he's also 39. You're basically paying for a guy for to come for two years or one year, potentially. Um, it, it It's just interesting. But but truly, this is where I stand when it comes to compensation. Like, whatever comes out, I'm fine with it. Whether, whether everyone in the world thinks it's a massive overpay, I'm fine with it. Barring, barring like trading like Garrett Wilson to get it done or something <laughs> yeah, crazy or, like that. I'll, like, I'll as long as we're not like getting rid of anyone crazy any big player any big name that's on the roster it has to be picks give up picks yes yes 100 but with that said like like to me that is just such a non-issue i don't remotely care like that's my take on the compensation like if if aaron if they want to pay aaron Rodgers like 50 million dollars a year or whatever do it if they if they want to give up three first rounds to get him do it like and i know that's probably an overpay and not needed but i'm just at the point where it's like trading for aaron Rodgers is 
truly going all in for the next two years. Like it is time to make the playoffs. It is time to make a push at the Super Bowl. And you try to do it with Rodgers. And then if you don't, it's going to be, you know, another, all right, time to reload, time to find a quarterback, whatever you got to do. Um, so it's just like, you got to play the game. If you're going to go for Rodgers, if you're going to make these deals, go ahead and trade a bunch of picks, go ahead and, you know, be in cap hell in the next two years, set up contracts, whatever you got to do. Like I'm at like, whatever, whatever comes out, you will not hear a word of complaint from me about the payment because I'm just at that point where it seems like we just need to be all in, whatever that means. Yeah. No, ideally to me, what if like, and, and here's the thing, obviously I think if we're trying to give up a first round pick and, and the jets want to give up the 2024 first round pick, and the Packers clearly are going to want the 2023 first round pick because the expectations are they're not going to be picking as high as 13 next year if they get Aaron Rodgers. If you could get them into a, a second round pick this year and a conditional first for next year, that to me is like sign me up we it all. all day in the world um, where it's or even or even like it's like it turns into X amount of picks if we're if we, you know, lose in the wild card round or different things yeah, that yeah, lead yeah. up to it where it's like eventually it comes out to even out to a, a first round pick that to me is the best but i also know at the same time green bay's not idiots you know they're not dumb in that front office being like oh yeah we 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 think you guys will be just right around the 13th pick next year so let's go ahead and do that there's to me i agree pick wise it shouldn't be um any bit of the conversation i would love if the jets could send back certain players to maybe alleviate a little bit of cap could you could you send over a Corey davis could you yeah could you, that's kind of you get it, rid of denzel it, mims like what are the what could i you, think could you get rid of some names i think that's kind of you know the the, the outside of quarterback right i think the most kind of intriguing topic right now around the Jets is what they're going to do with Carl Lawson and Corey Davis. Um, You know, because they're both big name uh, free agents. They're both guys who can easily be cut and and you're not taking a big cap hit. Um, And you you look at, okay, the Jets are going to have to pay Aaron Rodgers if they get him. It just kind of makes sense that those are the guys to go. So if you could, I mean, if Corey Davis is in that deal, that's perfect, right? Because then we were going to get rid of him anyway. Right. Um, same with Carl Lawson. Honestly, I kind of think, I, I don't really know. I mean, I, I'd love to hear your thoughts, I guess, but to me, if we make this deal, it seems like those guys are as good as gone. Um, just because we have to find, just because they're like the first on the chopping block. And you have to find ways to address other positions on the team. Um, you know, with Garrett Wilson, you have a a stud number one wide receiver. Now you don't need an empty wide receiver room around him, but okay, maybe Elijah Moore stock kicks back up a little bit more with with him in there. Maybe you can, like you said, get a Randall Cobb on a very cheap deal because he just loves playing with Aaron Rodgers. Like there are other avenues where you can convince guys to come in um, with Aaron Rodgers as the selling points. Like I said, with Derek Carr going to New Orleans, he's going to be marketing himself as like, hey, let's go, let's let's make a push in the NFC. If you get Aaron Rodgers, there are going to be players that want to play with Aaron Rodgers. So yeah, I would say that if, if you make this trade for Rodgers and, and the, the cap casualties that come with it, I would assume both of those guys, um, at the very least, Corey, um, especially just because that is a position in this league that is very easy to 
find other options at like wide receivers so deep now yeah and I'll, I'll actually say to me carl is the one that makes like we have jermaine johnson you know he was the first round draft pick last year we have a deep line to me that one makes sense whereas Corey davis we're only going to cut Corey davis if there's a plan because you know if you want Corey Davis to be your third best wide receiver, that's a pretty decent third best wide receiver. But Definitely. I personally do think there's a world, there's a world where the Jets take, you know, a wide receiver with their first draft pick or, you know, sign a, a, a Alan Lazard or something like that. Like, like there's a lot of other options they could go with at receiver, which I think makes sense to cut Corey Davis, but they're not going to do it just to do it. Um, fucking. I just keep looking at my phone, hoping that the Jets sign. I know, keep waiting. So, so <laughs> hypothetically, I because I just want to run this through now. And obviously, everybody has a draft. Everybody has a free agency period. But say we wake up tomorrow morning and Aaron Rodgers is a member of the New York Jets. And we're just taking a look at the team as it is now. Where do you personally feel like they would stack up in the division, but then also in the conference? You know, I, I, I threw this randomly at you, so. Go no, it no, I it's fair. I, I I truly think I'm trying to like think of where they would fit in on, on the list of best teams, but I mean truly, truly, I think it makes them a contender. I do. Yeah. Um definitely. Because you just look at you just look at this this success of this team this year, and and it really was like like it's so interesting to me looking back on it because the first half of the year we were winning games and the offense didn't necessarily look all that good. You know what I mean? It was very much like, right. (laughs) And especially when Zach Wilson got in there, it was really bad. And, but somehow every week I was still like, listen, I know the offense isn't that good or consistent, but I still think we're good enough to, to win because of just how great, good our defense is. And I think, you know, we're set at running back. Seemingly we're set at wide receiver to some extent, like you have dudes there to me, this team can really bolster up the offensive line, try to, you know, add a safety, do what you got to do. Your defense is already great. And it seems like they're going to do what they can to bring everyone back. I think in the division, I, I truly think they can compete with Buffalo. Like Mm -hmm. I think Buffalo still probably has the edge, but they're, they're in this weird, you know, are they going to become, are they going to reach their full potential? Or are they going to kind of just, you know, be they've this middling taken a regular step back team? for three years? Right. Now. They've taken somewhat of a step back. Um, and then you look at, you know, Patriots and the dolphins. I think Aaron Rodgers puts us above them in terms of the conference. You still obviously have the chiefs. You got the Bengals, who I would say, you know, they have that great high powered offense, pretty good defense. Um, I'm trying to think who else I'm blanking on, but I mean, I, I think the jets are jets, Buffalo, you know, God, I hate, I hate that. I'm saying this. I hate that. I'm saying, no, but it's not, it's not, it's not, I know, but I can just, I can just see like, Oh, we signed Aaron Rodgers and then we finished third in the division. And then my stupid friend, they probably will. Well, Mike, I was just thinking Mike and Scott, like even just the two of them, like, right. Exactly. Hang this on their wall. But it's um, just it, to me, they are right there. It 
I don't, this defense was the best defense in the league last year or top three or whatever you want to say. It was fucking phenomenal. And if they're able to can like bring most of these guys back, which it seems like they're gonna. And the pieces top five quarterback. Well, and there's, Wilson, there's pieces of that jump. defense too that we still hated at times. Like, imagine if they shore up the other safety position. Imagine if they That's... do go out and get like a, a one of these guys develops into a legit edge. Like they didn't have that number one edge that we wanted Lawson to be. Like, there are still parts of that defense as great as they were, where it's like the young guys are going to get better most likely. And then if they can find in just those other guys to fine tune the the missing pieces of the defense, yeah. like it, it's not to me. I would be absolutely shocked if next year it wasn't a top five unit and then you're right on offense we a stable quarterback would have gotten them in the playoffs and you're getting one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game instead yeah i i would to say me, this jets yeah, team but, yeah go ahead. It, it's not the same as it's been where you know ev- every offseason seemingly you listen to the the draft podcast and the draft and analysts and they say, what are the Jets team needs? And it's, well, basically everywhere. Basically every position could could get better. Like this Jets team is much more, you know, I think they need to get better on the line. I think they could add to their receiver room. I think they need to get better safeties. And end sentence. Like that is it. You think about this linebacker room that I wasn't too, too confident in, you know, CJ Mosley is going to be the linebacker here the next two years at least. Quincy Williams has shown he deserves to be on the field. Quan Alexander was awesome. If we can bring him back as a free agent addition, like I'm not worried about those three guys. And I love Sherwood and Nazaldine as backups have actually ended up looking pretty good when they've had to be in. So I look at this Jets team and it's not the team with holes all over. You know, it's a team where this is why I'm willing to pay, you know, whatever we have to do to um, to get Aaron Rodgers and trade those picks and whatever, because I truly think if, if we can get a s- stability on the offensive line, especially, you know, hopefully our tackles can figure it out and then get some kind of influx of talent in the inside somewhere at one of those positions. And then you, you know, you add a safety. And if you can add someone to this receiver room, like I think this team is, is right where it needs to be. And, you know, then it comes to the hard part of actually playing on the game. And that's what's so awesome yeah. about football, but just from a team building perspective, Like you think about a team like the Chargers, right? The Chargers have underperformed. But when they look at their offense, they're saying, we got Keenan Allen, we got Mike Williams, we got Austin Eckler. Like, like this is our, these are our guys. Let's go win with these guys. Like that's where the Jets are. Like Mm -hmm. we're at the point where it's like, all right, we got the guys. Let's go win, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I would say to me, I would go still go KC and, and Cincinnati. I think they are the two heading into next year, the two best still in the conference. I'm very, I, very much bought into Joe Burrow and a Joe how could Burrow you not supporter. Be? How could you not be? Yeah, definitely. But It's insane. Um, I do think Buffalo has some things to figure out. They're not in a good cap situation. They got a ton of free agents. So they're one of those teams that like right now, if you made me pick, I would say, yeah, they're probably right around that same line. With the Jets, if they got Rodgers, but like they have a chance where I could, we could watch. It's the mostly next just year like, like a respect Ugh. thing. Yeah, you know, they, it's they've like, earned it's respect like, to be considered yeah. a top contender in the AFC. Outside of that, I mean, I'd probably put the Jets fourth, or, or right with Buffalo at three. I, I, you're gonna hate that. I, I am so, so bought in to, uh, to the Broncos next year. 
dude i so have i have yeah no but i you're gonna I hate that you said that no I, I know i hate that no because like i'm i i have always for the last decade been like sean payton is is so underrated sean payton's so underrated look at what he's doing with drew Brees yeah. up until like this noodle fucking arm and they're consistently good like get him a good quarterback um so i'm 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 really bought in to to denver which is funny because i shat on them and russell wilson all last year but um you know the charges you have to take seriously no one in the afc south really gets me i mean the jaguars could take that next step you know they're they've got continuity and a great quarterback so um other than that i mean god that's the thing it's it's tough because like what if deshaun watson comes back and he remembers how to play football next year and all of a sudden the browns are a very good football team or what if lamar jackson figures things out with the ravens and, and they come back Tua, what if he's healthy next year? They were had a pretty good run up until he got banged up. Like the AFC is fucking tough, but you need one of those guys. So at the very least, with an Aaron Rodgers, I'm not saying like, oh, we're we're fighting an uphill battle. It's like, no, we're in the thick of things. Like we are legit. Yeah. We we have to be taken seriously. And I think that's, you know, the point of the conversation is is you want to say what team's the best like whatever it, it's going to come down to how it goes next year adding Aaron Rodgers to this Jets team you know that's like that's our ticket like that's that gets us on the dance floor it really does yeah. it's like do you want a chance to win a Super Bowl trade for Aaron Rodgers and go try it, yeah. and, and and that's what I think is crazy is like that's what would be so awesome about this for us Jets fans um, and you know, extra heartbreaking if it happened and they ended up missing the playoffs, but, oh, but so truly, truly, um, like every year it seems for the past, like six years, it has been, you know, all right, well, we're a couple, like we have work to do. We're a couple years away. We're bottom of the league. We got it. You know, even if we have a great off season, we're not going to be a top team in this NFL. Like, like we're finally at this place where if we can figure out the quarterback position, we're going to be, you know, we can win this year. Like that is going to be a statement that we'll be able to make, which will just be such an awesome change of pace because it's like, we finally arrived. And, and imagine if this gets done, like people want to be skeptical of Joe Douglas still because of the record, because of, of things that you can point to, like, look where this team is. Look at, the talent on this team and the fact that we're saying if they add Aaron Rodgers, they're going to be a super like a super bowl team or whatever. Like the fact that he was able to construct this is all the proof in the world to me. I mean, unless all these guys turn out being busts. Um, but yeah, dude, it's an exciting time, but I just want this to fucking happen. Cause I, as a jets fan, it's all just going to fall Look. apart. Since we're recording tonight, it's going to come out tomorrow, like tomorrow morning, or or we'll finish re- hit record. Because I they hope are... so. I've been seeing a lot of people say Thursday. I don't know why, but I've been seeing a lot of people saying it's going to go down Thursday. I'm hoping tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. I'm um, hoping this is what I hope. This is what I hope for you listeners who are still with us at the at the almost hour mark of this podcast. I'm hoping that you listen to this whole podcast. You had a blast enjoying our conversation. And then right as it finishes up, ding, 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 you get the alert. Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet. Maybe Blake and I will do a little 30-minute pot or something. Yeah, we can happens. hop on. Hop on and yeah, pop some champagne. We could we could celebrate the Super Bowl. How mad do you think oh. I would be? Fucking... Yo, maybe you I'll get a tattoo. Maybe I'll get a Jet Super Bowl tattoo. <laughs> you should. I'll get one. 
Here's my that'll thing. Be, that'll be our tattoo. That'll be our tattoo that we'll get. We'll make Hannah get one too. <laughs> I'm kind of in. Yeah. Um, I have, I have. Uh, fuck. What was I just gonna say? I lost it. You have I lost it. Something about a quarterback. Oh. You're gonna go jerseys. We're gonna go. I don't know where you're going. Oh yes, jerseys. Okay. I know you so. So I have well. this. <laughs> I know you so well. Well, so that's my question: is 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 basically so every funny. year what happens? Because I had a I had a point where I'd like given up on jerseys, but yeah. every year what happens is like in August, I'm like I'll see someone else has the quarterback's jersey, uh, a la Zach Wilson. I'll be like, uh, I need one of those. Like I can't just yeah. not have the quarterback's jersey. That's why I had a Darnold. That's why I had a Zach Wilson. Like, if Rodgers comes, do I got to get – I'm not even you the should. biggest Aaron Rodgers guy. I'll get one. But I'll get an Aaron Rodgers Jets jersey. I yeah, uh, I gave up on jerseys after the Colts went. Jacoby Brissett, Phillip Rivers, Josh Johnson, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan. I gave up on jerseys after that stretch there. <laughs> it's like, what? I'm not getting any yeah. of these guys' jerseys. <laughs> I know this is like a cliche thing, but I do think I need to have a a a real conversation about my jersey. I mean, maybe it's just that I'm a Jets fan, but my jerseys that I bought are are Sam Darnold, Zach Wilson, Elijah Moore, um, a Le'Veon Bell jersey shirt. Like none of them have worked out. Wow! I bought the Brees Hall jersey the week, like I got it, and then the and next then he game tours. he played. So maybe ACL. maybe you shouldn't get an Aaron Rodgers. Are they going to win more twelve? I gotta. I'm very intrigued by that. Yeah. Um, you know, some are saying some are saying that you know, give him twelve, it could lift the Namath curse, which I've yeah, never really bought that... into. But we haven't won a Super Bowl since Namath, so give him twelve. I think you kind of have to. Who gives yeah. a fuck? No one. Let I know I, Namath doesn't in, give a fuck. In my Madden, in my Madden, uh. He's number 14 and it's ugly. It's like yeah, it's just, like he's Sam Darnold. AR12. You got to I don't know. Got to keep it yeah. that way. Um Do you want to have a conversation about Lamar? Like the the Lamar situation's weird. And the Jets could um, be attached to it, but I also at the end of the day I don't I have a I have a conspiracy theory about Lamar. Can I at least get that off my chest? Yeah, you're going to go for it. Well, you're you're mad already. I can tell you're mad. I don't stand with you. No, no, no. This is different. This is different. This is different. This is different. No, think about this. (laughs) Okay. Think about this. It would cost (laughs) any team in the league right now just two first round picks to get an elite quarterback at a young age in his second contract. It would cost two first round picks. And yet all of those teams have come out today and said, we are not pursuing Lamar Jackson. We are not pursuing Lamar Jackson. We're not doing it. You know what that tells me? Lamar has stood on the table and he said, I'm getting a fully guaranteed contract. I'm getting what Deshaun Watson got. You are giving me a fully guaranteed contract. If you won't, somebody else will. And I think the league owners were really pissed off after that Deshaun Watson one. You know, the Browns only did it because they the Deshaun Watson had chosen the Falcons. And then the Browns were like, wait a minute. What if we gave you fully guaranteed? And then Watson was like, well, if you're going to do that, then yeah, I'll, I'll come and sign with you. The players want fully guaranteed contracts. The owners yeah. and the entire league is never going to Obviously let that happen. They they want to take a look at this Watson situation and say like that was a one off, that was an owner that was doing something crazy, that was a front office that was just we don't agree with that. Right. So in my head, 
Because like the Panthers, the Falcons, all of these teams, the Jets, everybody should want Lamar Jackson on their team, especially when the cost is going to be two first round picks to acquire him. To me, that says the owners know that Lamar Jackson is looking for and only interested in moving to another team if they're getting offered a fully guaranteed contract. And I don't think that anybody in the league wants to allow that to happen again, because it's going to happen for the next one and the one after that. And they're just, they're not going to let that happen. Yeah. I, you know, I think that's a super solid point. Um, And it's probably true because it, it, it definitely was odd to see the amount of people like you would expect, you would expect just like the basic response of like, we'll do our due diligence. Like that's what Joe Douglas would say. Um, the full list, but, it, it's everybody that needs a quarterback right now. Like it came out well, later not today. The Jets. It's not well, the, the Jets. But, well, the Jets are, the, the Jets are pursuing and Jets are busy. While we're, while we're saying this, they probably well haven't too, gotten the chance to ask them. I don't think the Jets, what I saw as well too, I saw Connor Hughes put this out. He's like, I don't expect the Jets to entertain Lamar Jackson because of, uh, Douglas's relations and his previous time working within Baltimore. And I think they understand that it would be, everybody is kind of looking at this as like a messy situation where they don't want to do Baltimore dirty because the way to get it done is a fully guaranteed deal. So like, I think everybody here is basically just like, we have to let you figure this out yourselves because the only way he's going to move to another team is a fully guaranteed deal. And we don't want to make that happen. Yeah. I I mean, if the league has come to that conclusion, if they're all kind of about that, then then definitely. But if that's the case, then you know he'll have to accept something or just go play for the Ravens well, again. He's going to have to go play for the Ravens. It, it is an it interesting is. conversation though, because you know this is how the NFL has worked, right? Someone says that's the market, and then teams have to match it because you can say, "Well, look at that guy. Look what he's getting," and that's what kind of bothers me um, with the whole Lamar stuff. Is like. Lamar 100% deserves like to be one of the top paid guys. Like he deserves to be a guy who sets the market. And, um, you know, I think, I think it's very possible that if he wasn't with the Ravens, if he was with another team, you know, he would have been extended already. He would have been on that Kyler Murray type of timeline where he's getting his extension right away. Um, so yeah, you know, it's interesting. And, and my thing with Lamar Jackson I think, you know, for the Jets, it would be better to get Lamar Jackson than it would be to get Aaron Rodgers. It yes. would still give you that Super Bowl window. It would be a young quarterback. You have the potential to have him for the next 10 plus years. Um, but I am in the, like like today, the news came out that that the Jets and Joe Douglas and Woody were on a plane on their way to Aaron Rodgers. And then half an hour later, the news came out that um, that you know, Lamar got the non-exclusive tag and in theory could be dealt. Um, so it, it, it's just, yes, I want the Jets to go after Lamar Jackson. And if that was an available option, go for it. But like kind of where we're at, just go all in and get Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? Like, don't fuck around. Don't say, hey, yeah. we want to explore this other option. Like, make him your priority. Get it done because we're already this fucking close. I agree. I agree. Like, I would love Lamar, but. The the full list is the Dolphins, the Falcons, the Commanders, the Panthers, and the Raiders. Yeah. They all need a quarterback. And Lamar, like I said, it's two first-round picks for one of the best young talents in but, the game. So clearly that's what's happening, I think. Like, has like to be. the league, it, it's not, been coming out the last can't. couple of days. 
the owners want to avoid like there's no other reason that 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 would have all came out unless they're trying to send a message of hey the league does not want to give you a fully guaranteed deal yeah you know crazy because and that's why the exclusive at the end of the day like but that's what makes it so weird is it's like you could just send over an offer sheet of something that's not fully guaranteed and see if Baltimore matches it. But then at that point, if Baltimore matches it, then you're not getting the fully guaranteed. Like I don't, it, it is such a tough case because he is representing himself. Like that does make it difficult. Yeah. But, but what is the difference if he's not like, like just agents, someone else in his agents, ear to say, take agents come no, to no, players totally and they're like, Hey dude, right take this deal take right it. yes that's what they but do that's the only that's that's what the option is here is is you know he gives in or he doesn't and we'll have to just kind of see right it but i'm yeah. always gonna i'm always gonna be siding with the players i'm not i'm not dealing with no of course people. of course and and lamar jackson gets done dirty by everyone and everyone disrespects him there's Fuck a lot them. of quarterbacks that get disrespected i him him definitely um zach wilson I don't think he time. does. He does. Him and Aaron Rodgers <laughs> are best friends. And then it's going to be. Oh, a- that's another thing is this is truly the like, and this is a take I've seen. So it's not like this. It's is the like, one room uh, where you can. This is truly. It's the it, one it, is, it is the only world <laughs> where Zach Wilson could potentially still have any chance at an NFL career is if Aaron Rodgers can come. Because truly, if you have a guy who teaches you like, hey, don't do this, do this, like that could change your life. Could but you imagine? Even, let's talk yeah. best case scenario. Jets win a Super Bowl next year. Aaron Rodgers plays another year, retires. Zach Wilson comes in, is the next quarterback, wins a bunch of Super Bowls. Life is good. It's crazy. Crazy how easy that works. Nah, huh? Honestly, I don't even – I'm so over Zach Wilson. It's unbelievable. Well, you have to be. You can't watch last season and be like, oh, I still got hope. Yeah, you can't. it's just annoying I, that he's like almost definitely going to be on the roster. Well, no, he if, if Aaron Rodgers is well, no, I mean, yeah, they've already been pretty clear that he's going to be on the roster. Um, they've made that abundantly clear that they're not giving up on him. Um, he is, yeah, yeah. he he I, is. Do you not see a world though where they say, you know, we believe in Zach, we want him to get better, but you know, push comes to shove week one and. Zach's the the practice squad quarterback and and Mike White's the backup. Like, is that not a possibility? I think it could be. No, it could be a possibility. That's fair. You think one of these other teams is going to sign Mike White? Give him give him a little bit more money than the Jets would be willing to try to give him a starting role or no? That's way. he'd have to compete. There's probably, no there's right? no there's no starting role out there. That's the that's the thing. There's quarterback is becoming interestingly enough one of these positions where it's like we kind of have a lot of them that are competing for jobs still like sam darnold is going to get a shot somewhere baker mayfield is going to get a shot somewhere so sam it's like darnold those is going to stay on the panthers but those are the guys that i'm but the panthers are also going to go draft a quarterback so like they're right. those are the guys competing for jobs mike white is all things considered still a tier below those guys because those guys already had like the high pick allure to them like they're going to continue to get jobs like i i, I do think mike white could go could easily compete with either of them though. Like if, if, if the Panthers say, you know, we're not going to draft a quarterback and we have, have Sam Darnold and Mike white, but people or, still have the potential in their heads because of Baker Mayfield, former number one overall pick. I guess. Yeah. But they're, they're close to dead. Like, I, like I totally pick up what you're oh, saying. Oh, they're close but, to dead, but, but a team definitely could give a chance 
reference to Mike. Like, I think Mike White is is at least there. So many jobs are already filled up, though. And so many teams have already said that they're, like, sticking with their – like, the Falcons, you know, in the draft, and it could all be smoke screens. That's Ritter. That's my boy. Money. But they're talking about Ritter. And, and you know, you take into account that four teams are going to have rookie quarterbacks next year that are most likely all four going to be starting. The commanders have said they're going to run with Sam Howell. Like – at some point, you start running out of room yeah, for these guys yeah. to go to different places, um, especially when there are still the Darnolds and the Bakers and all these other guys. You know, Garoppolo still needs to go somewhere. Um, yeah, like, true. It's not like there's a whole ton of ton of landing spots. Quarterback is becoming a position where there's a lot of fucking guys around still. Yeah, but with that being said, there's only a few good ones. There's only a few. There's that only you're a like few. Happy with. There's Probably only like a few elite maybe. ones. There's only a few elite yeah. ones. Yeah, but be, right. But after that, you've got a bunch of either ones that aren't elite but are paid like they're elite. You've got ones that you're hopeful will someday be elite, and then you've got a whole bunch of just meh. What's interesting about quarterback is it is it does feel like that, and a lot of it, you know, is like they get all the blame, but it does feel like that position where it's like. Like like a guy like Kirk, right, or a guy like Derek Carr, like like it's just not good enough. Like like being the twelfth best quarterback in the league is not good enough, which yeah. is such like an interesting thing, you know. But 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 truly, but those guys still are making like thirty five million a year, which is what's crazy well, what about happens. it. Daniel and Jones, you got to pay him. Would uh would Lafleur want to bring him in as Stafford's backup with the Rams? Could he convince him over there? Yeah, it's possible. Uh, you know. It's just an, I, I would, I don't think there's going to be, I don't think there's a situation where guess, Mike White is, is signed to a team where he's actually competing for the starter. I think he will be a, a backup quarterback that comes in off injury. Well, then I think he's going to stay on the jets. And I think that, yeah, you know, this whole Zach Wilson thing is just, it, it's going to be an interesting thing to watch play out because you're dealing with, you know, Joe Douglas wanting to save face, not wanting to give up on a guy that he drafted high but at the same time, it's just kind of like, to me, it makes a lot more sense that Mike White would be a backup than than Zach Wilson at this point. But yeah, you know. yeah, no, no, that's a great point because you want somebody that you you can trust as your backup quarterback, and there's been nothing that we can trust from Zach Wilson. I still think he's on the roster. Um, I still think he's kept around the organization because I, I, I you know, Douglas won't give up on an asset unless it's like six feet under the ground. Like he, he really won't. Cause he'll, he'll, he'll wait until the best possible moment to try and trade you for the right value or the yeah, best value you and, can get. And, and he's nowhere near it right now. Dude, it's, cra- it's of which- crazy how bad Zach Wilson was though. Cause I was just going to say like, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe someone will get injured, but like just imagining someone going out of their way to get Zach Wilson on their football team just like seems so unrealistic. Speaking of which uh, Jamal Adams is like, potentially getting cut by the Seahawks and it's just good. like wow he's such a pussy ass I hate that guy crazy and you used he's to tweet. Love he's him. still thinking about the Jets he's still, is he still about talking about him that's annoying he like I tweeted would... about him in the last like couple months I forgot why but he's just like dude just shut up relax all right so yeah. we think Rogers is happening I don't think if Rogers doesn't happen I don't think Lamar's happening if Rogers doesn't happen Jimmy G will be signed immediately is it is it because of sala because it's not it's not the lafleur offense anymore i think you think yeah it's just, but it's i just, just a solid i thing? just think you know they'll be able like like the jets are going to be able to pay whoever they want probably the most money so i think the sala connection plus the you know the package that they can sell i think it's a done deal 
I think I'm fine gonna, with Jacoby Brissett. I, I, I that's that's exactly where I was going. If it's not Rodgers to me, it's Jacoby. The way that the way that <sighs> that suck. team the way that that team rallied around him, and albeit you know defensively they were care. terrible in Cleveland. No, but I'm saying like he's the type of player that like I know would be embraced in the Jets locker room. Like he's that guy that is just so passionate about the game and has developed and progressed throughout his career. No, it is not going to get them far into the playoffs, but I think it could be a wild card team with everything built around him. Like think about it. They had a they had a a functioning offense last year with the league's worst defense. No, and so it's it, like it, if you give him a top 5 defense, I think they're they're the, the Jets are better if the Jets had Jacoby Brissett at quarterback this past season, they'd be in the playoffs. That's it. The Jets at the moment have the lowest bar ever to pass. <laughs> what? And I, I, again, I go back to when we were projecting what Zach Wilson needed to do, his stats. Like, it's the lowest fucking bar. Who is the, who is the quarterback signing that doesn't hit the bar? At what point do we hit a signing where you're like, we didn't even Dude, I bar. think Zach Wilson's the worst quarterback in the league. Like, no. I think he's the worst. <laughs> I think every other quarterback is better than him. So if we roll in and it's Mike White, was the bar met? No, no. Um, let's go. The bar it. is the oh, no, no. Okay, so this is the clarification. The bar, the bar is higher than hy- Zach Wilson. This is a fun hypothetical. Well, the bar, of course, is higher than Zach Wilson. There, there can't be a bar that's below Zach Wilson. But I'm saying not a so bar. Like, to, Im- to improve, if Mike Wilson was, well, if Mike White was the starter <laughs> next year, I'd say this Jets team probably improves slightly. But I disagree. Yeah, I guess like, like not really, though, but I'm looking I at don't the free know. agent quarterbacks. I'm, yeah, I'm looking, I'm running through I'm the list. And you. then let's get out of here. Yeah, yeah. We've been going. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, we've been going. Let's this. We'll finish off with this. Um, like truly, truly the, the only thing I, I can sell myself is, is Aaron Rodgers. Are you looking at Carson Wentz? I, yeah. What would you, if, if Carson Wentz is brought in, well, he won't be because of the personality, but if he's brought in, if he's the quarterback, has the bar been met? So you say Mike White, the bar has been met, but not Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is a no. I don't think the Mike. I don't think the what. I don't think the bar has been met. All I was saying was Mike White's better than Zach Wilson. That's all I was saying. That's fair in that statement. Sam Darnold, but no bar's not met. (laughs) These guys, listen, listen. Even even Jimmy G, even Jimmy G is barely good enough. Like the only reason that the bar is met is because I think, like. Like if Sandar, if Sam, if Jimmy G comes in, I think we can um, make the playoffs. But I don't think that's one hundred percent guarantee. If Sam Darnold comes in, I'm not nearly as confident that we can make the playoffs. You know, I'm gonna... like Teddy Bridgewater. Like no, I don't. It's gotten worse and worse. I'll... Here's my here's my other one. Just because of what we've seen in the NFL offenses the last this past year and what I think will work next year, Marcus Mariota. Yeah, I'm a Mariota guy, 100%. So the bar would be Matt. Mariota guy. Okay. Mariota went into this season, and everyone was, you know, we're going to see Mariota. We're going to see Ritter. Mariota will probably be benched within the first three games. Like, Mariota held on to that starting job the whole goddamn year. And a really bad team. A really, really bad team. 
So yeah, I'm a Mariota guy. Okay. Honestly, all right. Way. So let me give you my list. Yeah. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers, then Jimmy G, then Mariota, then Jacoby Brissett. Anyone else is a flop. And honestly, anyone, anyone but fucking even Jimmy G is a flop. But anyone like if we don't get Jimmy G. Or fuck, I'll say Jacoby Brissett because I know you like him. But if we don't get Rodgers and we don't have one of those two guys, it's a flop. But it's a flop regardless. Like neither of those guys is really moving the needle for me. It's it's better than it's better than Zach Wilson. Those two, those two that you just mentioned, that group you just mentioned, that is where Sala and Douglas's careers with the New York Jets are most likely still retained beyond next season. Like to me, those are because it is if they're not in the playoffs to me, those are the guys where it's like the the team with those quarterbacks last year probably make the playoffs. So if we just assume everything is same next year, that quarterback gets them to the playoffs, maybe a seven seed, but still to the playoffs. Um, So, yeah, I agree. I think that's that's where the bar is. So let me give you one more. This conversation. Well, yeah, give me one more. Because this this Rich Eisen floated this out because it was it was announced over the combine uh, this past weekend that uh, an old quarterback reached out to two teams that needed quarterbacks into the postseason about coming back. Is and it, it never Andrew Luck? It's not. It's Philip Rivers. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. He, he talked to the yeah, Dolphins no. and the 49ers about coming back to help them out. Listen. This is Phil would be so sick. This is the point. This is the point of this whole Aaron Rodgers discussion. The whole thing about Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, whatever, all these quarterbacks. None of these guys are good enough. And even if we sign Jimmy Garoppolo or Jacoby Brissett, and like, yes, I totally agree. You put those guys on the Jets last year. We probably make the playoffs. We could probably make the playoffs next year, whatever. All that is to me is, is, you know, like go look at the Colts the last four years. That's what the Jets are doing. When when the Jets were on their come up, the Jets have been consistently like three or four years behind the Colts, right? The Colts went down to bare bones, rebuilt, got a really good team, didn't have a quarterback. That's what the Jets have done the past three years. Now it's the Jets turn to just go fucking vet, vet quarterback after vet quarterback after vet quarterback. So it's like, if we don't get Rodgers and we have to do what we have to do, that's life, whatever. But none of those guys, even my my top G, Jimmy G, even your top Jacoby Brissett, like just none of those guys actually really move the needle. So it's like, cool, maybe we can make the playoffs, but it's like you're still just hoping that you can make the playoffs and you're just hoping that, you know, you can have a fun season, but you're not going to win a Super Bowl. You're not on the dance floor. You're not an AFC contender. Like you're you're none of those things. You look at we think about all those quarterbacks we just listed. There's yeah. 16 teams in the AFC. If you have any of those guys, you have the 11th best quarterback, 10th best quarterback in the AFC. Like just you know what I mean? And, like and God forbid not good enough. And God forbid the ones that the Texans and the Colts take end up hitting as well too. Like you don't know they're they're coming out. The, the Texans and the Colts are both leaving this draft with a with a top quarterback in this class. Like that's two more names to throw into the mix there. It's like there are young, great quarterbacks and potentially more coming into this conference. You need to have one. That's why, truthfully, I'm at the point where I'd prefer no like, Rogers, Rogers draft a quarterback. Go ahead and draft a guy. You know what I mean? Like, which they yeah. probably won't do, but go ahead and do it. Like, try. You guys should draft Herndon Hooker. Uh, 
take nah. a flyer in the mid rounds on a guy. But I'm saying if, if you got Rodgers, like just take a shot on a guy in the mid rounds anyways. Oh yeah. Well, I, I think that will happen regard. Like I think, I think a, a fourth or fifth round quarterback getting drafted is, is definitely on the table. But I'm saying like maybe um, even like second, go second. Well, I guess it depends what you give up. Oh, in Rogers oh. trade. But like if, if, cause there are guys that are in the second and third round. That yeah. I like, do that too. I do that too. We're in an right. interesting spot. This was the, this was the, we talked just quarterbacks all day. There were some other few jets things, but we don't need to touch on no, those. That's we all right. save those. Let's get out of here. We'll be back next agency. week for free agency. Yeah. We can discuss those things then. Teddy, it was a delight. I am so happy that we're delight. back doing this again. Me too. It's going to be fun. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of chasing 1969, a New York jets podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at NYJ underscore chasing 69. Same as the YouTube Teddy at Teddy hunt show. I am at spring Blake with four A's. We made this podcast tomorrow morning. Aaron Rodgers will be a jet. Oh, I just got a notification and I was like, Ooh, let's see if there's anything AR-12, here. But nope, let's go. Nothing there. Thank you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Put what are, what are some good luck terms? You put, you put like a, when you want a snow day, you put like yeah, you're thinking cotton balls under the ice cubes in the toilet, ice cubes in the toilet, cotton balls under the pillow, and that's how we PJs get Aaron inside Rogers. out. Yeah, that's how we get Aaron Rodgers to be a member of the New York Jets. Let's All right, do it. Talk to you next week. Peace. <laughs>